the skateboarding race is weird because it was from it was a lot of times from black people, but then also when you when some white people would see you skate that were like like they were Ohio, like they were they weren't real like skateboarders that didn't care about who you were. They were just like, I'm still from Ohio and I'm racist. I just like to ride a skateboard. Yeah, like that's real. When I see people like that, I'm just like, that shit's weird. Yeah. What's up, y'all? You listening to Thorn in My Side, a podcast hosted by me, Asa Featherstone the Fourth. Welcome. Uh, we got a special one today. Um, today I had a conversation with Drake Johnson. He's a really good friend of mine. We grew up together skateboarding in Central Ohio, um, and he has since moved out to San Francisco to pursue a career in uh, skateboarding and modeling and all things of that nature. And he shares quite a few stories of how he's experienced racism in those specific industries, but also in his daily life that are really eye-opening. And uh, it had been a while, but since we connected, so the first <laughs> the first part of this uh, episode of this conversation, we're just kind of catching up, and it's casual. But then we get into some good stuff. Um, and I just want to put a little disclaimer out there. We had some pretty rough audio issues, so it's not going to be the best of quality. But I promise if you stick with us, you're going to get something out of this. We have a really good, interesting conversation, and we get in the weeds in some of the in some of these topics. And so I think, uh, well, at least I hope it'll be time well spent with us. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, language in this one is pretty raw. So, yeah, be ready for that one. Okay. Thanks again for listening. Here we go. Hey. Yo. What's, What's up, poppin'? bro? What's good, Drake? I'm good to it. see you, man. I know. I'm glad that we finally got to uh, to do something to do this because I feel like it's been a long time. But But you've been good, though? Yeah, bro. I've just been chilling, trying to skate, you know what I'm saying? Just do shit that I can. Just trying to be more progressive and just, like, active. Just doing a lot of shit. Yeah, I feel it. You know I think I might get the family to come out to uh, uh, Cali. To live or visit? Just to visit. They've never visited, so I might get all their tickets to come. You feel me flexing with the flexing yeah. with the unemployment? Okay. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, how have you been, have you been getting... You've been getting paid from the government? Yeah, like, at first, I didn't think it was going to work because, like, uh, I was an independent contractor, and I never, like, never did, I never really paid attention to if I could get unemployment from that. And then my homie was like, it actually worked, you should do it. And, like, so I had just been, like, chilling on nothing this whole time. Like, I had barely had any money the whole quarantine. And then I just did it and, like, did it, like, a month ago. And then uh, I just got all my bread. Dang, bro, that's crazy. Like, like, so were you getting it? Um, so how long have you been getting it for? Are you still getting it, or is it done now? No, it's it's still going. It's just like a little less. Like, I think like every two weeks now. Since I wasn't, since I was just doing independent contracting, like not making too much money, I was just like making enough to where I could just survive because I don't want to stress myself. Uh, and then um, so basically, it just like it basically pays for my rent every month. And then I just got extra money that I make from like you feel me doing whatever I can. Man, I was I was also trying to get an unemployment game too because when I was working, they had like partially 
for Lotus. So like they cut some of our payment by like a third. And so I tried to apply for partial unemployment, but like they were, it was not cutting it. Like they were not getting me no money. I had to jump through so many hoops. I was on the phone trying to get, get money from the government and stuff like that. So I wasn't able to get anything, but, um, I ended up being able to survive though. Like I actually, I actually left that job just like a quick update. So I'm working, doing all my own stuff independently now, focusing on like photography and video. So, but, but you said you've been doing independent contracting before this. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, you know, one life that we company you ever see me. Yeah. Talk yeah. About yeah. I see you do stuff with them. Damn, a lot. They, yeah. They just, they pay me every month, but technically since the job that I have, like, it's an independent contractor because I don't really do anything like I do. I just like post stuff on the internet, like out and like tell niggas about their weed. You feel me? Like make a make a picture. You feel me? And then like modeling. Since I don't have an agency, I'm just like I just do it all. I, I just do it all myself. Like I just like reach out to people who I'm available, send them some photos. You know, tell my homies that I know that are connected with the shits. I'm just like, yo, let me know what's up. Like I got you. And they always hook me up. Like my homie. It's supposed to be maybe hooking me up with another modeling gig soon, but I don't know for sure. So, but that's just kind of how I do that. Just, is that something that you're trying to do like long term? Like, or are you trying to get an agent or like, how'd you even get into that? Uh, well, I want, I want to do it long term, you know, but like <clears throat> everything with me, I want to do it on, I want to do it on my own terms. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to do it full time, but just like when I want, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I definitely want to pursue it and try to make, like, a career out of it. I want to get – if I can get an agent, that would be cool for now. But I want to get it to where I'm established enough to where people just hit me up. You feel me? Or I can have one of my homies, like, manage me so I can, like – so I can pay my homie be like, yo, like, if you can find me some gigs, whatever I make, I'll give you money. You know what I'm saying? Because I would much rather do that with a homie than somebody else. I was talking about starting an agency, actually, with my roommate. We were talking about starting our own agency. I feel like that's the move kind of not only like generationally, but also I think as 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 black people, too. Like for me, like when I was thinking about this, I know I'm kind of early in my independent phase, but I'm like, I ain't working for nobody. I'm not working for nobody who kind of works for this big system. Exactly. Like if I'm going to be working for like some sort of corporation or organization, I would like to own it or run it myself so I could do stuff on my own time exactly. and so I can help bring other people up too. I think something that's important to me now is like uplifting voices of, of black people around like the country. Cause we get the, the low end of the stick all the time. So, you know, if we're working, for, we could be at the highest position at like some corporate company, but still get treated like dirt. So, you know, might as well start something on our own. Like dirt, bro. Yeah. I, man, dude, I, I I just actually had a uh, this experience with this this shoot that I did recently, and like I don't, I obviously don't want to assume that it was because of race because like I don't know, but uh, I think there was something in there, something in this shitty experience that was like seemed kind of like slightly racial, whether it was on purpose or not. So I had this shoot. I'm gonna try to make it kind of short. I had this shoot. The communication was terrible when they were trying to get me a part of it, but I was down because one of my homies was like the connect. So I was like, whatever, I'm down to try it, whatever, this, this, and that. Uh, it's like for a big company or whatever. And they 
are terrible about communicating, didn't really tell me anything I was going to be doing. They just asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. And I've done a lot of shoots, and most everybody else is very professional. Even when I do shoots with my friends, they're more professional than this. And they had me do all this shit. They weren't going to get me an Uber to the location. I didn't know where it was until the night before, like 11 o'clock. Didn't know where it was going to be. Didn't know how I was going to get. I didn't have a car. They expected me to just drive. And then they told me like, oh, we can get you an Uber, but just know that this is a one-time courtesy thing. We don't do this. Hella weird, kind of like condescending and rude, just like the whole how they're saying everything. And then I get to the shoot. They want me to get there hella early. I get there at 9.30 in the morning. I'm sitting there waiting for five hours. Only one person had talked to me and was like, did you bring all the clothes we asked? And I was like, yep. And then that was like it. And then I literally sat there for five hours. And then this ballerina came in, this white ballerina. She seemed nice. But this white ballerina came in way later. She was only there for like 45 minutes. And they got her shoot. Like she pulled up. They stopped everything that they were doing. Did her shit. Let her leave. And I was just sitting there. Yo, so she got in before you did? She pulled up like three or four hours after me. So they took photos of her. They like they did all the stuff with her before you. Yes. And the only reason that they ended up doing the shit with me was because, and I have never done this before, was because I went outside and I was like just talking to myself, like realizing everything that was happening. And like, I felt hella disrespected and I got hella mad. And I'm just like outside yelling to myself. And they they knew that I was upset because the only time they would ever say anything to me was when they could tell that I was upset. Like I would be talking to Chris or I'd be like, I would be asking them, I'd be like, hey, like, you know, like, is there any update on anything? What am I going to be doing? Like. Can I like you know this this and that like is can you give me a time limit like and they were ne- never giving me anything they were like this happens at photo shoots and I was like and I waited until like I wasn't trying to be cocky and been like I've been on hella photo shoots so I didn't say anything and then they said it to me like two three more times and I was like yo I've been on hella photo shoots and this has never happened like I was like I don't know what this is and then they seen that I was upset came outside already had extra money prepared to give to me but they weren't gonna give it to me at first until I got upset dang. Bro. And then they only shot with me and then and then they only shot with me for three minutes. Oh, for real? They shot with me for three minutes. Shot with me for three minutes and it was like one shot. And they were like perfect. And at first they wanted me to do CrossFit. They wanted me to like jump up on some shit because they finally told me they wanted me to jump up on some shit and they wanted me to try to do some tricks. I did a tray flip off of a ledge that I didn't have to land. He filmed one angle from underneath me. You just seen my board flipping for one second. And then he was like, All right, cool, perfect. Sorry for the delay. Here's $200 cash. Give me $200 cash. And then I just got my check the other day. Sorry for the delay. Oh, my gosh, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, and I was the only, I was the only person of color. No, yeah, I figured. I, didn't even, I was going to ask, but I figured. It's for, <clears throat> it was for Dr. Scholes. Oh, what? Bro. And to think of uh, a company of that caliber, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I was... Was the only person of color. Man, so in that in that situation, did you feel that it was racist, or did you, was that something that you felt after the fact? Like obviously you were upset because they weren't messing, like they weren't giving you the time of day. But did you have an inclination of that being race related while you were in it? Yeah, because the first thing, like I made a funny post on like just on my story, and I was like, uh, I was like, wow, I'm the only person of color at this shitty ass photo shoot. <laughs> I was right. literally the only one like which I didn't have a problem with it at first but then I just started to like 
I was just sitting there like everybody's talking to each other. I'm literally sitting at a point in time. I got super tired. So I was laying on the ground and I was in a warehouse next to like motorcycles and shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they gave me candy at the motorcycle. Oh. They gave me candy and they gave me onions. Oh, that was like your that was your your catering Dude. was the funyuns and candy. Yes, they were like sorry. Yeah, they were like sorry. COVID like is fucking us up with the food, and I'm like, well, all you gotta do is get Uber Eats and order some Chipotle. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you could do that out of your own pocket. Like, it right. cost you like bucks. Uh, like, there wasn't even that many people. I'm like, yeah, dude. Chips, candy, like sweet tart. Dude, I was like, bro, that's, I mean, I mean, we've done like, I've done like some small like photo and video shoots and whatnot. And catering is always, always included, but it's always like, it's food. It's like you get a sandwich or like you get, you know, something that they cater, they bring it in. I ain't never seen anything that. At least. Yeah. At the very least. And if, especially if you're going to be there for no, some five hours, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, this one time I literally did a dude, and I asked him so many times, I was like, do you know, like, how long this is going to be? Because, like, like I I do do other things, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether or not I'm getting paid for it, like, I do other things. I have plans. So I'm like, um, I'm like, I asked them, and they're like, oh, we only need you for a couple hours. Like, we only need you for a couple hours. Just a couple. Just, just a couple. Like, and I'm like, all right, cool. Five hours later. I got there at 930. I got there at nine thirty, and I left at one two. Yeah, I left at like two. No, nah, I think I left at like three o'clock, or like yeah, three o'clock, four o'clock, maybe three o'clock, three thirty. Whatever amount of money wasn't worth it, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying, and like, like I was like, just I, I don't know, man. Like I always try to be polite because you feel me. That's just how we are. But like, dude, that was just. It was crazy, dude. So, yeah, I definitely felt that it was slightly racial, whether they were trying to be mean or not. Like, maybe they just didn't – they just didn't pay attention to me, you know. Whether or not it was racial, that's what it seemed like the whole time. And before we move on to something else, Bob, I wanted to touch – you said that you felt that you had to be polite just because that's how we're – that's how we are. Like, what do you mean by that? Like – when I say we, I'm specifically talking about me and you. Like, me and you are polite because <laughs> I feel like we were, you know, raised to be polite, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like people are on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think, yeah, uh, there's, there's a couple of different... I think that we learned that because we're, like, we were taught probably by our family that we we're supposed to be in order to kind of get to where we are now. Like, a lot of us, like, you and I are in pretty pretty good positions because we learn how to be polite i mean it's for me and even my cousin and stuff we talk about this like we're raised to be polite and to have uh to kind of suppress some of our like anger and stuff in those moments so that we can look different and look like a specific type of person so we can get to higher higher positions and and not really not not we're we're told to to just hold it all in and just stay stay even which is kind of crazy always be calm yeah it's like it's always to be it's always like you know what i think is kind of like i've kind of it's kind of like the same thing with uh like pit bulls mm, yeah okay because it's like like because if a pit bull if another dog 
gets mad. Like if you see like a like a Labrador or like whatever, a little chihuahua that's trying to bite everybody or doing this or doing that, like don't nobody care. Right. Nobody cares. But if it's a pit bull, they're like, oh, you got mad, we got to kill it. Oh, you bit somebody, we got to kill it. 100%. 100. That's so true. But those are some of the dogs with the biggest hearts. Like, those dogs are amazing. But, yeah, it's the same. same. Like, yeah. Same. We're like the, you know? We're like the pit bulls of, of society. Like, yeah. one, like, <laughs> like one, one slip up and, like, they'll literally kill you. Literally. Bro, it's, that's really interesting. I never literally, thought about that. Literally, dude. Like, I always think about because it's just hella weird. Like, like I've always... To, in, in in most situations, like especially now, like now that I've gotten older, when I was younger, I'll pop off on somebody like real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, nigga, I don't give a fuck. What's up? Dude? All this in a heartbeat. You feel me? Now I'm like, let me. I mean, you was on World Star. Like, just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because, I'm like, <laughs> because I'm like, if if I really pop off on somebody right now, like. It's going to be bad. Like, I got into, me and Chris got into a fight with this dude because he was talking shit and said nigga and blah, 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 and whatever, whatever, whatever. But I didn't even beat him up. He tried to hit me, and I just grabbed him, threw him up against the car, and, like, hit him one time because I'm like, I'm not trying to fight because if if it gets bad, it's going. I'm going to be the one that looks bad. I'm going to be the one that gets fucked up, not you. Same thing with a pit bull. Yeah. Yeah, and nobody gives keeps accountability to the other people that are kind of provoking or, or being the ones that are like starting the fights like they can just kind of do whatever they want and then just go home and whatever exactly Even to the point of when they murder people literally like it's yeah it's it's wild i, I wonder have you uh have you heard about or experienced because like in addition to modeling and stuff you're also i say you're pretty you're pretty deep in the skate industry too and i know skating is a little bit different um but and that's like the main reason you moved out out there. So I, I wonder if have there been any instances or like what is like the your feeling about like race within the skate industry? Um, well, like there's definitely like weird shit. Okay, so first of all, I don't, I'm not too like I'm in the skate industry or whatever the fuck you want to call. It. I'm deep into skating. I've been skating for hell long. All this, all that. I know some people, but. I never used to really pay attention too much to skateboarding and who people was. I never got too deep into it, except for like a few people, you know, like I was just more like, oh, skating looks cool. I don't know who that was, but that looks sick. And I'm trying to go do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so I never paid too much attention. Like everybody's like, oh, do you know this dude's part in like this, like back in the day? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe like probably, but I don't know his name. Maybe if I see the part. Like skate nerds. Yeah, but. Like, I mean, there's definitely, like, some weird shit. Like, people are weird. People put weird graphics on things. You know what I'm saying? Like, that they probably shouldn't do, but they're not thinking about it because they just uh, they haven't been taught to think like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if anybody ever does anything, like, intentionally to be racist, but that's the problem. Like, people just don't know. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people in a lot of skate companies don't know. I mean, there's some skate companies for sure that I feel like have done some weird racist shit and they for sure know <laughs> right. like 100%. Yeah. Like, and even if they're like, even if they have a defense, like, Oh, well we didn't put this symbol as this to be racist. It's like, okay, cool. But like, 
it's fucking racist. So just get yeah. rid of it. You know, like, or know, say what, know, yeah. know what you're doing like, before you put it on. Ex- exactly. And then like, if somebody is, if everybody's telling you this thing and like, it's a true thing. And like, why are you just trying to fight all of your customers and all your people that are just trying to like, they're like, we love you, but this is just weird. Why can you not switch this up or acknowledge it like this or like that? Instead of having this dumbass skater attitude where it's like, fuck it, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I like and this is what it is, dude. I'm a skater. Fuck you. Nobody fucking cares that you're a skateboarder, dude. Like, nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. They're like, we get yeah. it. You're different. Cool. You don't got to be a tough dude all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just like if I had a, if I had some weird shit and it was like, bro, Drake, that's that logo on your, for your company is like hella racist. I'd be like, word for real. They'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, how is it racist? They would tell me and I'd be like, oh shit, let me change that. Right. Nah, I, like it's so interesting. Cause like, so, so I'm like, not really, I still skate. I push around every now and then. But I still follow everything. But, you know, I think something that I've noticed with the skate industry is that they just don't want to get rid of that, like, we can do whatever we want kind of mentality with no rules. That's exactly. where it, that's where it started, and that's cool about it. But at the same time, a lot of people that I've noticed aren't willing to, like, adapt and grow and even, like, change their perspective and understand that you can still be cool and have art and just be a free thinker, but you also have to pay attention and be cautious of other people and how what you do can affect them too. It's not all about you and your world, you know? So, but it's, it's, it's interesting just seeing that now, like I love skating and all that it does and the freedom that it, that it does provide and just like most, like everybody in the skate industry is just casual. Like they just chill for the most part. Yeah. From my yeah. perspective. Yeah. But um, I do think that there needs to be like a little bit more. And I think that there has been some things, at least from um, from the outside that I've seen. Um, there needs to be a little bit more, just like, just a little bit more care into just like the industry and understanding that, that now where we are with skateboarding is that that's, that's mainstream. Like, that's, like, probably one of the number one cultures that people are trying to be a part of. And so now, like, that... It is any... Yeah, exactly. So, like, now people are, like, seeing it on so many different levels. And we have to understand as skateboarders that that our carefree and, like, potentially racist actions have a bigger audience now. And so we may be offending a lot of people with some of the things that we're saying or doing. And we have to just we have to be a little bit more responsible now exactly. as, as skateboarders. And I think it's interesting to just kind of see that develop. Exactly. Like you literally that perfectly because with the, what they want to do, what they want to do, like, ev- like everything, dude, like they just, they don't want to be responsible at all. And I get it, but like, come on, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like what you do, can do that for affects it so much that it will it'll just like that bullshit that bullshit mentality you have will just like drip down to the fucking youth and then they'll just be pieces of shit mm-hmm. you know what I mean? and then it's gonna just keep the fucking cycle going, you know what i'm saying like that's just just not cool you know what i'm saying like i like there's a whole bunch of like there's there's a whole bunch of legends that i've met like legends in skateboarding or whatever you want to say they're cool as fuck. They constantly throw around the N word, mm. or used to, and they are white. 
Wow. Saying like, and I'm just like, and I'm like, yeah, you're, you're cool. Like, I love your whole attitude, but like, why are you doing it? I don't care where you grew up. You know, you know, you know who doesn't say the word at all. And he is the whitest dude. And he has hung around nothing but like black people his entire life. Jerick. Jerick. Oh, that's true. So just for context, Jerick is a really good friend of ours. We grew up with uh, just running around the city growing up. We'd always skate together and hang out. And he's like one of the only white guys that we like kind of hung out and skated with. Um, So there you have it. That's true. Like we have been like when we were younger, we would always be like, like he might have said it when he was like hella young before we knew him, but like he like he was old once he got older and he was smarter and shit like that. Like we would be in the room with him and we'd be like, Jerick, I've never heard you say it. Like say it, and he's like, Nah, I'm good. Like I'm yeah. not gonna say that forever. Dang, I didn't even think about that. And I'm just like, it's like, yeah, like he and he is a skateboarder and he doesn't give a Jerick don't. Jared don't give a fuck about nothing except for his friends and his family. You feel me? Like all like shit like that. You feel me? Like yeah. he don't care if he's going to do something, he's going to do it. But like, he's like, nah, I don't want to do that. It's not cool. It's not that hard. It's not. It isn't. <laughs> it's, like, it's, I get it. You grew up around it and all this shit. Like people just not. Nah, but... I don't. Yeah. I, I think I have an issue with that. Cause I feel like it's not that hard to change your language. Like I, I know from experience, like when I was like middle and high school, I used to like, I used to throw around the R word every now and then and be like, yo, that is so blah, 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 or whatever. And like, you know, I had a, I had a conversation. I think we all did. And I had a conversation with my mom one time, but she actually teaches students who are on IEP and have, uh, have disability. Yeah. But, um, and so I just learned from her. She's like, just don't use it anymore. And you know, I was like, oh, okay. I know that when I say it, I don't mean this, but I know that it can offend some people. So I'm just going to not do it. And I took that, exactly. I took that word out of my vocabulary because i knew that it affected more than just me bingo and so you can do the same thing and it's it's just a respect thing it's all selfish you know with people still gonna be like it's a free country i'm you know and i was around this and whatever you still don't understand the context and the weight of what that word can do so just don't even worry about it and you know there'll be times like where people because i've had instances too where people are always saying it and they're like you know what just like I don't care, man. Just call me a cracker or whatever. And it's like, it's not the same thing. It's not even close. Not at all. You could say it. I'm like, bro, it does not mean the same thing. It doesn't hold any, it doesn't hold any type, anything near of like what our words mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not the same at all. It's just a fucking word that somebody just made up. Like, right. For some stupid ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't hold nothing. Hold like, what the fuck? You know what's crazy is I think that the um the origin to be honest the origin I mean I need to look at, look this up to confirm but I think the origin of the word cracker was the word given to white people because they cracked the whip on black people so it still yeah, comes I, back I, to I us I don't know so I wanted to make sure I got my facts straight so I did some digging and I found out that the word cracker is actually um, an old Anglo insult. That was noted back in like the mid 18th century. And it was used to refer to poor whites, particularly those inhabiting frontier regions. And it turns out that it was suspected to be a shortened version of the word whipcracker, since the manual labor they did back then involved a lot of driving livestock with a whip. Um, and it was kind of brutal. And then over the course of time, it became 
a representation of uh, a person of lower case or criminal disposition. Um, so that's basically it. Um, no one really uses it that much anymore, but I wanted to make sure that I had my facts straight before I kept going forward. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. even if I say that word, it's like, oh, you're a cracker. Like, oh, you're my master or whatever. Like, that's exactly what, essentially what I'm calling you. So it's, it's, it's nuts, but exactly. Yeah. I, that kind of sucks. I bet that was like, what did that do to you when you heard some of that stuff from the, like the quote unquote legends of skateboarding? Like, did you think about it at all? Or were you just like, no, I mean, like, I was just like, Oh, that's whack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Like I was just like, Oh, what? Like, right. And like, you know, like I, like for every other and every other aspect of that person. And like the person that I've seen say that I'm just like, you might be cool in every other aspect, but that shit's got to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and but they don't get it with the respect thing and that's the thing that another thing that i don't get like they're like we don't give a fuck and they don't care about respecting anybody but if you were to disrespect a skateboarder they're gonna be like bro what the fuck like you're not just about to sit there and talk shit to me but i can sit there and talk shit to you and do whatever the fuck i want like i'm like i'm like what kind of like hypocritic like stupid ass shit is that like yeah, man. But yeah, I don't see that shit. I'm just like, that's whack. Like, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know why you saying that. Why you think it's okay for you to say that? But like, that shit's gotta go. You know what I'm saying? So I just distance myself from those people because I'm like, if I say something to you, I already know how you're gonna react. And then if you react how I think you're gonna react, and then I react how I'm gonna react, it's gonna be a <laughs> it's over. Like, yeah. Again, the pit bull thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Sometimes, sometimes in skating, it's like, um, it's just another form of like almost like all lives matter too, because a lot of times if you say like, they all say like, yeah, we're all skaters, man. Who cares? Who cares who's who and where you come from and whatnot, which is very true, but it still negates the fact that like, that let's say like women skateboarders are another segment of skateboarding and they have their own lane. Black skateboarders, there's a very specific like history of all these black skateboarders that are very different from like all the skateboarding and, all the other traditional and so it's just like it's one of those things where it's like yeah we all come together and the beauty of this is that this this skateboard connects all of us together and it's wonderful but we have to recognize that other people are also people outside of skateboarding before they came in and so they bring that perspective and that culture into it too 100 percent. it's a it's a lot to think about but let's talk about the stuff that's been going on in the past like few months <laughs> I see you kind of been a little, you you were active for, you've been active for, for a minute talking about a lot of the injustices and sharing a lot of stories on social media. And so I wanted to know, like, from your perspective, what, you know, what's kind of your thoughts on, on just everything that's kind of going on in that, in that timeline? Yeah, like, I definitely went to some protests, man, and like, they were crazy. The protests were actually very beautiful out here. It's like some of them in like East Bay. And like San Jose and like things like that, they got really crazy. But um, the one like the ones that were in the Bay, for the most part, like the ones that were in San Francisco, for the most part that I went to, they were very peaceful and they were beautiful, and it was amazing to see how many people came together for that shit. Like there was no drama, there was no nothing. Everybody was helping each other. Like it was exactly what you would want the world to be like all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy. Like I, I never, I had never experienced anything like that in my life. Like 
I've been around huge crowds of people, all of that shit. I have never, I have never experienced anything like that. Like I've never experienced a community vibe so strong at one time. Like there, I, I've heard so many numbers. There was at least like 15,000, 20,000 people, like Dang. something like that. Like it was ridiculous. There were so many people and everybody was helping body. Like people had stations set up everywhere. People were walking around with so much shit on them, just handing out this, handing out that. Like, do you need this? Do you need that? Like this girl seen me uh, getting on a fence and she was like, she was like, yo, you think you can get back up there and like take a photo for me? Cause I can't climb up there. And I'm like, yeah, like I got you. Climbed up there with the camera and like shot some photos and shit, like all that shit. Like everybody was just like helping each other. There was no animosity. There was no hate. There was no nothing like mm. nothing at all. Like it was just beautiful, you know what I'm saying? And it was amazing. I mean, but I mean, it sucks that it takes this shit, you know, for people to come together like that because that shit is ridiculous. And I know that it was beautiful to see all of these people coming together for it. But then I start to see all of these other things about people that are like, you know, against the movement or against this, or like the all lives matter type people that just don't understand, or the people that are saying my shit is justified and things like that. And then like all of the crazy shit with that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse guy and like mm. everything. And it's just, uh, just, it's just very, very upsetting because it's very obvious to see. Like it's just so obvious to see like, the difference in between that we are like, it's always been obvious to see the difference, the way that we as black people are treated and like other black brown people, people of color are treated to white people. And then now in the midst of all of this, like, like just even more blatantly than ever, just like showing everybody that they don't give a fuck. And by they, I mean the police, the other side mm. of the, like the opposers of the black, matter movement the all lives matter movement like all of that like they're just blatantly showing how much they don't give a fuck but they're still trying to blame on us for everything yeah and it's just very upsetting and like i've been trying to like get my thoughts together because i want to be more active on social media and things like that and i'm just seeing everything and i'm just like trying to get my thoughts together because i want to do something you know like i'm still going to do this raffle and shit so i can like give some money back to something but like i'm just Cause like, I'm like, yeah, posting on social media is important because you can reach a lot of people and all of that shit. But I don't know what I want to do, but I want to try to figure out something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it, I, I'm just like, it's just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I just feel fucked up about it. And like, of course, I'm going to go on and live my life and do everything. But like, I'm just very fucked up about it. And it's always have been. But just continuously seeing it right now is just like very upsetting. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I I think that this moment, it calls for us to do something different, like, because, again, this is the, this is, we said a lot, but this isn't the first time that this has happened. This is the most escalated in my lifetime that I've seen people be active and in conversation about it, which is a good thing. But I think in order for us, because a lot of times we go through this cycle before, like we did this, we did this before, we did the protesting and all that. But nothing happened. We just ended up kind of getting in our own, like back into the own rhythm. 
And so yeah. I think that it requires a lot of us to do something different and to have different types of conversations and to lead different sort of initiatives to kind of get to like actually make something make something happen. And so I think that, you know, somewhere where I am is like I'm a little bit kind of on the fence, too, as far as like how much I'm. Like I want to be active and engaging in the conversation and I want to post and share things on social media, but I also want to do something bigger, bigger for my community, bigger for our legacy um, so that we don't have to deal with this crap no more. And so I think there's like, exactly. there's got to be a balance between like being active on social media, but also being willing to step back a little bit and take time to really think about what you want to do and how you want to contribute to, uh, to help. Cause, cause I think that's going to do dividends further beyond something that gets shared online. I think that, you know, if we can think critically about what it is that and how it is that we want to impact, then I think, you know, it doesn't matter when that happens. It doesn't need to be today or tomorrow. As long as we're starting to build towards that, then I think that will, that will serve us better and it'll hopefully, you know, save us from another, another cycle starting again, we would hope. But this already happened again in the middle of in the middle of while we were trying to protest. Exactly. And that's why I was uh Yeah. So it's it's tough. So it just could they they stop Yeah man. It's just like I like that's why I was saying that I wanted to do something with like me and you and like all you feel me, everybody that we grew up with, Jesse Nathan, like and just I wanna do something like that. Because I feel like together we could do something really like cool and impactful just because like we all are black and we all grew up skateboarding and dealing with weird shit in Ohio because that mm-hmm. place is fucking weird. And I feel <laughs> like we would, we could all just, you feel me, like really let people know what's up and like try to uh, just, I don't know, do something. I don't know what exactly, but do something yeah. impactful. I just feel like we have a lot of experience in this. I think we've got the, the we've got the heads, like we got the creative heads to do it. There we go. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, even just like growing up as like a as a black skateboarder, getting called white boy, or you know what's crazy actually. So I remember like when I I kind of moved away from a lot of y'all. Um, my family got like a nicer a nicer space, and so. I ended up going to a different school and was kind of just like separated from all y'all for a moment. And so when I was in high school, I found like another, another skate group, but it was all, it was an all white skateboard group. And so I was the only black dude in it and we skate together all the time. And we'd all have like little, like we'd all have nicknames for each other. And it was all related to kind of like either like the tricks we did or like, you know, who we were, what we like to eat. But oddly enough, the nickname they had for me was white boy. And I was the only black person in the group. And it had nothing to do with the the type of skating I did. Like, the, the difference between the nicknames was that their nicknames were in response to, like, their skateboarding and stuff like that. Mine was just based on the color of my skin. So I wasn't even really looked at as, like, a part of a crew. And I'm like, bro, how am I to... It was such a mind twist. When I was younger, I just, like, kind of let it slide because I didn't know what to think about it. Yeah. But that's such a mind twist to be called a white like it's like almost like a racist name towards me but they're calling me white from a group of white people it was like so it's it's just it's just nuts to kind of think about and so i know that you know y'all have gone through some similar experiences too i'm sure 
Yeah, like getting called Oreo. Like the whole Oreo thing is so weird. For what though? The fact that I am me does not negate the fact that I'm black. <laughs> like how do you know what what I'm like on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's 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 dumb, man. Oh, they're just like, oh, this dude skates and listens to this type of music. He is white on the inside. <laughs> Right. He just has black skin, but this person is white, and I'm just like, yeah. And you, like when I'm younger, I'm like, ha, that's a funny ass name because it's a Oreo. Because a lot of white people skate, I get it. But I'm just like, but then getting older, I'm like, no, like, like not even when I was getting older. Like after I thought about that name, I was like, hold the fuck up, hold up, right. hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Right. I'm like, like that's not cool. I'm like, don't say that shit. Yeah, you feel me? Like I've had, I've had people. Family say weird shit to me yep. that was like black people mm-hmm. that say weird shit to me that I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? like? Well, I'm like, well, I'm like, how could you ever say that to me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, think that I want to be white just because I want to skate, or like, you feel me? Like my pants aren't as baggy as theirs. You feel yeah, me? Like pants thing. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like I had this. I had this one lady. I was skating up in Northern Lights. Up at, uh, right up the street, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right up the street from the crib. Yeah. And my board goes out into the street. This lady runs it over, black lady, runs it over. And she has her kids in the car. Runs my board over. And I was like, oh, shit. And then she said, ha, ha, white boy. And then was like, Skrr! Oh, and just scared God. it off with her kids in the car. She Yo, dang, man. <laughs> That's like I'm like, bro, what? I'm like, the skateboarding, the skateboarding race is weird because it was from, it was a lot of times from black people, but then also when you when some white people would see you skate, that were like, like they were Ohio, like they were they weren't real like skateboarders that didn't care about who you were. They were just like, I'm still from Ohio and I'm racist. I just like to ride a skateboard. Yeah, like that's real. When I see people like that, I'm just like, that shit's weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But like. I don't know, man. Like that shit was hella weird. But then, like racism in Ohio in general, just with black people, like when you're not skateboarding, is fucking terrible. I hate that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's it's rough all around. And the thing that's like, cause I had I had some family members too talk about me like not wanting to go like hoop in college and stuff like that, and just like, cause I liked skateboarding, I like to do that. And the only reason I feel like they was mad was cause they never done it before. Yeah. Like, if you do that stuff, you know it's the most fun thing that you ever do, ever, is just ride a skateboard down the street. It's so fun. It's so fun. That's it, bro. It's like, it's as simple as that. I'm like, bro, you're going to keep talking about me like this. Just ride it. Just ride it and then see. Then we're going to see who's the white boy now. (laughs) Like, shoot. Like, (laughs) it don't matter, man. It's just, it's just fun. (laughs) So... Yeah, man, it's it's yeah. it's it's pretty crazy out here. But you feel like it's uh, you notice a difference in how people treat you out in uh, California versus home in Ohio. Um, well, yeah, when I first moved out here, most definitely, like for sure. I mean, but I guess because of where I moved, you know, like I moved to San Francisco. San Francisco is getting more gentrified, so it's annoying. But like the community, for the most part, like especially in Oakland, is like sick. It's a whole bunch of people of color, and they're all amazing. 
Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And they're all together and they love each other. <laughs> and they kind of got that here too in San Francisco, but it's not just as like, uh, POC, uh, you know, oriented. There's a, there's a whole everybody. But um, yeah, people definitely treat me differently. There's been a couple of skateboarders besides legends, like, or whatever that like do weird shit. And I'm like, like I should smack this shit out. But, like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm right. saying? I've had a lot of experiences, like, but uh, definitely, like, an overall, like, better experience when it comes to, like, race. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't get – when I had my car, I never got pulled over by the cops, knock on wood. I only got pulled over once, and it was after this dude threatened us and, like, tried to hit our homie with the car, and we was about to beat his ass. And then we were, we didn't. We just, like, get back in your fucking car, and then we got in our car, and we left. And then the cops pulled us over for that, and we told them what happened, and they let us fucking go. Oh, dang, like, that's nice. We were like, we got it on film. And they were like, oh, word, all right, y'all good. And let us go. Like, I never, you know, I never have to deal with anything crazy. Like, not that the cops don't fucking suck because the cops fucking <laughs> But. Would you move to Oakland? Are you good? You good where you at now? I would definitely move to Oakland. But I am good in my house because I live in a very nice spot. Like, I live really close to the beach. Like, I live, like... I get on the tr- it's very like easy to get everywhere and my roommates are amazing before we kind of wrap up a couple of the things here i wanted to ask you if you can hear me like through and we talked about it a little bit but obviously this everything that's been going on throughout the pandemic and throughout our lifetimes is really heavy and really hard and so i wonder if if you had any thoughts about how we begin to like how do we get through some of these traumatic experiences? How do we begin, we, we begin to like move on or heal from a lot of this stuff? What are your thoughts? Well, with, I mean, when it comes to traumatic experiences for me and crazy things like that, like I just pay attention to them. You know what I'm saying? Like I pay attention to how they make me feel and like pay attention to what's really going on with it. And uh, don't forget what the fuck happened at all because you're not going to you know what I'm saying? don't forget that shit but use that shit and like educate yourself in some type of way to where you can try to make a change in your just your everyday life you know what i'm saying like with no matter what it is but especially when it comes to this shit like when it comes to this and all this racial shit and like even when when it comes to the pandemic and being pandemic and being clean and all that shit and whatever yeah cool do that make those slight little things but when it comes to all this racial shit this crazy ass shit that's going down like that's been going down, but it's super gnarly. Like, pay attention to the shit. Even no matter what you do, whether you're being active on social media, whether you're not, whether you're this, pay attention to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Educate yourself in some way about something so you can make changes in your life and the people that you are close to. Because if you do that, then you guys can work on it together to make yourselves feel better. And then that in turn will, you know, if all of you are just continuously doing that and you make sure you practice the same thing that you practice with your friends, with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Whether you are a white person trying to be less racist and you're trying to be less racist with your homies, be less racist with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're a, 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 and if you're just a black person, just trying to get through it, you know what I'm saying? Just like get through it. Just practice everything that you want to do. Like practice calling people out, practice this, practice that, whatever the fuck it is that you think you need to practice, just like continuously do that. And, like, remember what it is that you're, like, working to fix yourself from. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like you need to fix yourself, fix yourself. You're not going to be able to fix yourself if you don't remember it. But remember it so you can figure it out. 
and then just figure it out. You know, just go day by day. Don't just don't just expect something to don't expect yourself to just feel better overnight or in a certain period of time, you know, because if you're like, oh, I don't feel better in a month. And you're like, I'm just going to feel like this forever. Fuck that. Just go day by day. You know what I'm saying? Like eventually something will work. And you know what I'm saying? Like you just got to keep it moving. I would even add too to like it's put it to put more of an emphasis on the daily stuff on how you treat other people, because a lot of times we we put that on other people. We tell them like, oh, I'm not racist, so I'm I'm good. But it's everybody can work towards this every single day. And also like this is new territory for a lot of people, too. So we have to be okay with the fact that we're not going to nail it and get it right the first time. So be okay with messing up. Be okay with making a few errors because we're all trying to do our best out here. So just continue to do that. That's what I would say. Exactly. Like every we're all we're all just learning. Like we we're all just learning. There's no like guidebook on how to be a fucking human. I mean, there are things that people should just fucking know. If you don't know and you want to get better, just work on it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You exactly. can't you have you have to fail to 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 figure something out. You know what I'm saying? So like don't be discouraged if you fail, you know? Just keep it moving. 100%, man. Well, I think that's, I mean, that's pretty much the only thing that, you know, I think I had to chat with you about. I appreciate you being willing to check in. But I have one thing that I do, that I do want to do uh, before we before we bounce out of here. I have like a recommendation section. And so if there's anything that you are into, it could be related to racial or social justice or just stuff that you're into. Is there like any music, any sort of movies, any sort of like people or skate companies that, that you think that you would like to, that you would want to recommend to somebody that you just think is dope? Um, uh, we can do a racial and skateboarding ones. Max Allure skateboarding because Carl Watson is the man. Obviously, Quasi because it's Ohio and all that shit. But like, if we're going like racial and all that shit, like Quasi, I mean Max Allure because Carl Watson is the man and he is a legend and he is a beautiful black man and he is intelligent and he is one of the most uplifting people that you will ever meet in your whole entire life i promise you that <laughs> he is amazing and right. he he he's like he's the man like he's doing shit that he should be you know what i'm saying like he is trying to give back to his community in so many different ways and it's just he's amazing so, you know so if you're into skateboarding and you want to like support something because like somebody some black owned shit do that black owned shit you know what i'm saying like he's hardware like that tyshawn jones like, Hardy's. I, I know him a little bit but yeah he he is uh <laughs> he is also an amazing black man like he is uh he is doing so well him nakel like anything that those dudes are involved yeah haul them over there supreme i i would even add in skateboarding isn't uh I don't know you don't really go to San Diego that much actually I don't know I don't know your life but uh arts and isn't arts and rec out there Kellen James oh yeah Kellen Kellen James he's and the other dude Mike he he was the one that like because I was talking to him I think it's him and like Kellen or whatever yeah so there there's some like black owned skate stuff out here it's tight that's one of the coolest shops I've ever been to it's like a it's it's clean it's like one of the cleanest shops I've ever been in. So. I've only seen photos and it looks crazy. Yeah, it's tight. Is that it? You get get everything off your chest? Any last words? Uh, just everybody go out and try to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Like truly nice. Not on no bullshit. Like for real, go be nice, my nigga. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
<laughs> Shout out too much. I can't think about it. Any black supporter, any black person, any person of color, anybody that is for us, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to y'all. But uh, shout out to you, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you too, brother. I appreciate your, I appreciate your time for real, though. Thank you. So I just want to give another huge shout out to Drake for being willing to offer his time and just catching up and having a good conversation. I always love talking to that dude, man. He's just got so much good energy, good vibes. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, if you want to see what he's up to, uh, he's primarily on Instagram under Nappy Fried Chicken. I'll make sure I leave a link down in the show notes. And I want to give a special shout out to today's sponsor, one of my many, many hard drives, which without that, uh, we wouldn't be here. So uh, I've got a feeling I'm going to be shouting them out later on too in the series. Uh, and while we're on the topic of shout outs, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to you for listening. Like it, you, you don't understand how much I actually do appreciate y'all spending y'all's time with me. Um, put a lot of hard work into this, and I hope that uh, it comes out to be something that you all can enjoy and learn from. And if you're interested in sharing your story, your perspective, uh, let me know. You can DM me online, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, uh, at Savioso, or you can email me at what's up asa at gmail.com it's w-h-a-t-s-a-s-a at gmail these conversations need to keep happening in order for us to move forward and i want y'all to be a part of it so let me know and before i get out of here uh, i just wanted to give you guys another reminder to the fact that none of us have any idea what we're doing we just become a little bit better actors and with that i pray that y'all stay safe Peace.